0: Hello and welcome to episode one of the Wild Woman Reborn podcast. I am your host, Kristen Billido. I want to start this episode by just sharing my hope for the podcast as well as my journey and what led me to starting this podcast and what started my inspirational journey towards understanding that, that I had a wild woman spirit within me. I, I want this podcast to be a space that women feel they can come and and hear inspirational stories and insight that serve them in connecting with the wild woman self that they have inside of them whether they're consciously aware of it or not it is it is my true core belief that within each of us we do have a free true authentic and deep part of ourselves that so often gets shadowed behind that self that needs to show up for the world, Um, whether that's in our careers as um, a mother, as a wife, as a friend. Um, We all have to put on a persona in our worlds, but we sometimes do that at the expense of shadowing who we really are. And for me, podcasts have played such an important role in my development and awareness, and very much contributed to me understanding that I did have this wild woman spirit um, within me and that podcast platform where I could hear and experience this exchange of stories and insights um, was incredibly valuable. So my journey towards this wild woman connection started long before I knew the archetypal stories I had studied Jungian psychology, you know, in classes in college, and I was familiar with the myths and the stories. Um, I guess I just never was able to truly identify with that in myself. Uh, I've been a writer and an avid journaler for for decades, and I, as many women, would lament over the the labels, the expectations, stereotypes that women had on them, and it, it just felt so constricting, and yet it felt like a path I was expected to follow. And whether it felt right to me or not, it, it, that obligation felt as if it was something that I needed to do um, in order to feel a sense of accomplishment and, and to conform to those expectations. I lived most of my life trying to achieve and meet the expectations of others at all costs. My, my path of true understanding... Of who and what a wild woman was, for me, really began in my mid twenties, and and kind of came to fruition in in my forties. I remember being twenty four and suffering the sudden loss of my father, which was not long after graduating college. Um, you know, I was at the top of my major. I I was doing so well. I was making my family so proud. And to me, that pride that my family, especially my father, had in me, that sort of was equal to what I needed to to prove to the world was that I could be successful. I I could accomplish all these things and meet the expectations and approval of others. And when he died, it was as though... That devastation made me feel fueled even more to succeed and and to prove myself and to prove my worth. And in a sense, it felt like I was starting over in so many areas of my life. Um, following his passing, I ended a long-term relationship. I moved, I changed career paths, and and I really set out to finding myself. My 20s sort of brought on such a higher set of expectations since I no longer had my father uh, to validate my success. Um, And even though really it was his pride in me that was fueling me, I I felt this void. And I sort of turned to the opinions and expectations of others and and of culture and society as to what made me successful, as to what a quote-unquote good girl should do. Um, and, and a lot of my sort of inner spirit really took a backseat. I, I always knew there was this free spirit part of myself, but I had this very, very strong impulse to contain it or to contain her. You know, I thought if I just put her and her dreams in a box on the shelf, that she wouldn't interfere with my efforts towards achieving this socially acceptable success, you know, that the society and others deemed appropriate. And and so there she was on the shelf. And, you know, I, I did all the things. I went to grad school. I got the job. I got married. I built a home. I had a child. And it was like all of a sudden I blinked and I was 35 And that box on the shelf hadn't been dusted off in years. And I forgot what was in it. I forgot what it was like to be her. That free spirit, that childish spirit, that teenager, that young woman, the woman who traveled and discovered so much about herself and had experienced the world, all that insight was kind of kept in that box. And... I remember nights I'd been nursing my son. He was just a few months old. I'd be in his bedroom, and it was the dim light of the lamp. Um, I was just struggling to breastfeed, and I remember the glow of the digits on the clock in the room, and it was just such a brutal reminder of that sleeplessness and delusion that came with being a new mother. You know, the new mother who didn't have it all figured out, and, and I just didn't know how. I was supposed to feel. Um, All I knew was I felt alone. Um, I felt scared. I I felt so in love with motherhood, but yet lost in motherhood at the same time. I remember the connections and, and conversations and intimacy I had in my marriage, had taken a back seat, and I just assumed this is what every mother went through. You know, it was part of the sacrifice that... Needed to be taken, and one of the hardest things about that time period was that I, I really didn't have any women to truly confide in um, on a regular basis. Um, I certainly had no woman older than me um, to lean into for support or or insight, and that was a struggle. I, I feel that contributed to my whole of of being lost, kind of becoming deeper my friends who were moms, you know, they were busy being just that moms. And we were all sort of, you know, busy meeting all those expectations. And I I was journeying farther and farther down a path that was really leading to nowhere. I didn't know who I was. I couldn't even literally state my own feelings. And it felt as I, as I was living for my child, I was I was living for my husband. I was living for my career, but I wasn't living for myself. And the more I struggled, um, the more my marriage struggled, my friendship struggled, my career struggled, and I just became more disconnected and sad. I remember at that time going to therapy sessions and I would leave and just sit in my car, you know, the tears rolling down my face. And I knew I wasn't even sure how to be honest with myself about how I felt and what I wanted and what I needed and to how to even put that into words. And that following year, I suffered a, a devastating miscarriage. I lost my job. My, my marriage was on the brink of collapse. And I just, I'd gone down that road and I was at my rock bottom. And in that time, I remember having these images of, of light. Um, it was like I would close my eyes, and it felt like I was swimming upstream, and I was underwater and just trying to get, get a breath of air, and there would be this glimpse of sunlight. And it was in this vision that I knew what I had been doing, I I had been calling, I had been screaming to be saved, but I was calling for the world to tell me what that, that solution was, what that answer was, and I realized from that vision that the only one who could save me was me, and it was then that I made the commitment to take that woman that I had put in the box on the shelf and and to take her down. And it was that realization that she had so much to teach me, and that I had forgotten about her, and that I needed to make space for her. And I had to let go of all that was constricting me all the heaviness, all the sadness, all the anxiety, the pain, and the guilt. And I had to get back to who I was. I had to make space for what did serve me and and so it was i saw her i saw that there was this wild woman self that was always there she had just now truly become part of my awareness and i couldn't unknow her i couldn't not see her um once i knew that that part of me existed and I had put it on the box on the shelf, I knew there was an excavation that needed to happen. And I knew that all that was weighing me down um, for decades of my life had to be unearthed. And the only one who was going to do that excavation was me. And the only way out was through me. So my professional development um, journey, and it, you know, it sounds like such a cliche phrase, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a path that's so unique to each person. And for me, it's evolved over the last 10 years in so many ways from being in nature to, to learning and, and growth and meditation and insight and being with my fears and anxiety and insecurity and learning from them. But at the core of all of that has been that wild woman spirit and and it's that dual nature of the wild woman that has really been what has been the fire to create the growth and the rebirth. And what I realized so much through making space for her is we are so highly instinctual and we are born as women of this nature. And whether or not you think of the wild woman, um, you know, archetype, there's so many words to surround her with, independent, wise, ambitious, sexual, intuitive, whatever you want to call her. She is a woman who is not so focused on her ego. She is very well aware that there is something else other than herself. And as women, we have to be aware of our individual values and what defines them. We have to know what we stand for and what we don't. We do have the capacity to see who and what harms us. And when we see these predators that are stealing our power and our energy and our spirit, then once we see them, we're able to take that power back. And the wild woman truly has that instinctive awareness of, of what steals her energy. And you know, the many, you know, archetypal images of her, maybe as this wolf, as the wild, as the rebel, I like to think that she she challenges what others call conformity. And she challenges the standards because she can see them for what they are. And, and that is standards and constructs that deserve to be examined. And historically, women have had their voices silenced and their lives repressed, constricted and restrained. And culturally, many women feel they, they must be, do or act in ways that fit their society or their cultural expectations and norms, there's been far more pressure seen and unseen to conform um, than there has been to be free. And I think it is a time in our history that we're seeing more of that freedom be expressed and women less burdened and less able to be manipulated and they're letting the wild instinctual side express itself. And this sort of acceptable constriction of soul, it it does a lot of damage. And as girls become women, partners, mothers, career women, and leaders, they face the demands of what the world may need and expect of them. And I think that is calling... To rise up and listen to the voice of the soul um, and the wild woman that much more important and vital. This, this vital need can create a sense of unbecoming and being aware of when you have strayed from your true nature and the wild woman's self and when you stray and you try to be what others need um, and you try to be that self, that you know, you present to the world, you know, which we all do. We have to be functioning in the world and and present ourselves in in all facets of our life. But it's when we lose touch with the awareness that we have gotten lost. And I like to think of the wild woman as home. Um, It's a home base for me anyway. And when we realize that we have gotten lost, that we know how to come back. And women who are constantly listening and responding to only the outside world and not to themselves, they've really silenced who they are and they've silenced the power of the truth that they have. And this process really takes awareness, it takes inspiration, it takes conviction, healing and, and intention. But I like to think it's it's a plant that you water. Um, just like any plant, you must tend to the growth. You must prune. You must make room um, for new growth every day. And you must love and immerse yourself in what is within you. And that's, that's the soil. That's the fuel and fire. And in order to do that, you, you truly need self-acceptance and, and grace. Um, you must let her speak that wild woman and you must let her be a part of your thinking and feeling and choosing because she truly is, is your fire. And when you let her in, she can show her powers of sensing, assessing, revealing that intuition. She's always choosing. She's protecting. She's knowing. And through all of these powers, this is how we set our intentions and how we're best able to be our true self, um, for ourselves, for our pack, for our creation, and for our purpose. And when we let this woman come forward and be recognized and felt, we we dare greatly. We can step boldly. She can be that protector from the chaos and dysfunction and, and the inner critic. And, and she runs on a positive inner vibration, and she's full of of curiosity and adventure, hope and faith and play. And she sees fear and doubt, but she's not not controlled by it. So for each woman, this bringing forth of the wild woman spirit, it is as unique as the soul and as the self. But what isn't so different is the tools and the practices and the process. And that can be shared. And that should be passed down um, from generation to generation because allowing her to be seen and heard and felt, it really comes from exploring and being curious and getting to know her. And we do this with connection. We do this in writing. We do this in, in silence. We do it in learning from each other and from ourselves. And the wild woman, to me, is is a subject in and of herself. And she is a true course in, in self-discovery that truly never stops um, throughout our lives. So I want to end with just the hope that in this podcast, that women are welcomed in and feel that they are part of a pack. And that the stories they hear on this podcast can offer insight in connection with their own lives and experiences and lead to their own growth wherever they are in their journey. And as women, we take on so much. We we're constantly challenged and and we we contain so much love. Within us, we have so much love for our partners, our children, our careers, our families, our communities. We have the capacity to hold so much space for others. And we forget to hold that same amount of space for ourselves. So I want this to be a podcast that offers um, women the opportunity to learn and grow and discover from other women guests and topics that truly expand their awareness and their wild woman spirit and lead them to be compelled, called, and inspired to be whatever it is they are meant to be in their life for themselves and for their pack. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, And if you did, please subscribe. Um, That would mean so much to me. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Wild Woman Reborn. So I hope you tune in each and every week for another episode that fills your soul and come along with me in this journey.